Hey y'all, so this is Dancing Kalo. This is our first episode of our podcast, Tales from the Dorm. Uh, so how are you doing today, Kalo? I'm tired. <laughs> so tired. Yeah, we just came back from the gym. It was chest day, so it was it was hard. But, you know, we're here to grind, I guess. I guess. Um, yeah, so how are you overall today? How are, how are you feeling from class and um, stuff? Class was alright. I had we had a voice and speech today. Yeah, we and did. And we just did voice and speech <laughs> things. We literally watched videos on uh, breath dilemmas. Bro, I hated that. my video today. I just did. I I didn't hate it, but it's just the fact. Like as soon as I saw my face, I was like, ah, damn, because I knew what I did. But um, that's yeah. what we're here for. We're freaking acting majors. So yeah. Sure by the way, yeah, we are. We're. we're acting majors we're theater majors BFA program Montclair we're juniors so a lot of our stories are going to have to deal with the um, acting class and what we do in acting and all of those kinds of things so yeah I guess yeah so I mean we had we had voice and speech and then um, what did we do then after we went to straight to the gym yeah and then we got food got food ate showered now we're here, <laughs> freaking sharing tales from the dorm. Yeah, and I guess I guess like the first question that we would have, or I have for you, Kilo, is what would you rather do in your free time now that our show we're in a show now? So like now that the show is gonna be over, what is the like the best thing that you are looking forward to the most? <laughs> oh, bro, I'm so ready for the show to be over, like. <laughs> I love theater. I love acting. I, I just feel like no shade to Montclair, no shade to this program. I just feel like, personally, a lot of how they go about things is very draining, um, especially with the show and, and just, like, the show is draining in general. Like, it's, it's a very tragic show about the killing, a real-life story of the killing of an elephant. Like, hung an elephant. I think, I think it's the only the only time in history that someone hung an elephant. Which of course the Americans had to do it, so <laughs> And we're sharing this story. Yeah. Like I can't get this show out of my head because we're constantly in this theater doing this play like for four hours on end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and it's like a, it's every like a, day. Yeah, it's like an air of just like down and like sadness it's energy the vibe is horrendous like yeah. it's uh, bro like it, obviously uh, these are the reasons why we do theater like because these stories need to be told but at the end of the day bro like i this is just too much like i mean like from a professional standpoint yes i would do this if someone were paying me to do this i would do this as many times as they would need me to do it but yeah. the thing is we have classes we have class. Yeah. Then we go to the gym. Then we have to do homework, memorize all the stuff that we have for classes. Then yeah. go straight to rehearsals, and then freaking do a play about like death, death, and elephants dying, and <sighs> people dying, and uh, towns rioting, and racism, and like like there's every possible thing in this show. Like, yeah, it's just bad. It's not bad. It's just it's draining. Draining. Uh, yeah. Bad sense of <laughs> draining. But uh, just so overall grand rules that we are going to go go over is just the fact that like in this podcast we're gonna be talking about things that happen in class without disclosing any names, without shading any people, without doing any of that sort, or even in in rehearsal space or anything like that. Um, we are just going to talk about our experience as myself, a Hispanic male. And Kalo, an African American young man. Exactly. <laughs> and so the thing is, like, we are going to talk about our experiences in classes as this, which brings us to our first topic. Well, the only topic that we're gonna have for this uh, for today for today is uh, men's health. And this whole thing just got prompted by this TikTok that Kalo showed me, <laughs> bro. Go. So the TikTok, it was, it was about it's just this guy I follow. And he just, like, adds on to a list of just, like, the most unrealistic, like, expectations <laughs> that just people have for men. And it's, like, it's obviously, like, over-dramatized, yeah. like, so it's not, like, 
it's not he's not being like super for real but it's like no bro these are real posts that some people yeah are tweeting or like posting and like he's making a joke out of it but at the end of the day that these are real people who are saying these things about about men and how they should act how they think they should act yeah and it's just that the idea came to my head is just like that's insane we need to talk about that like especially from our perspectives um within our own cultures and our ethnicities and whatnot so it's like (laughs) it's just i need to yeah it's just it's hilarious honestly but also happy women's history month the second day yes yes, so yeah we value everyone here but this is something that we did want to talk about because of the fact that um we just we don't want it to be a gender thing like a a gender war kind of thing we're just like oh yeah like women don't know what they're talking about like oh yeah like men are just like superior or whatever yeah no but it was something that like my experience like i know for for example like one of the the one of the things in the list that stuck out to me was just the fact like like the list was like these things masculine men can't do and one of them was like cry but then the other one was like don't cry (laughs) and i was like i i can't i can't do I can't, I, I can't, I can only do one or the other. I, get, I'm a, I am someone that when they get super emotional and like even super angry, I tear up. I'm not crying. Like, I'm not like sad about it. I, I remember like one time I, I got into like one of the only fights in school, in high school that I got into. It was literally me crying while trying to beat someone up. And it was because of the fact that I was got so angry. And like those things, like you just, you just can't control them. And... I feel like there is, like, that stereotype coming from, like, a Hispanic household where, you know, my dad and my grandfather had this kind of thinking. Like, ever since you were little, as a joke, they were like, yeah, you know, like, men don't cry. You know, like, males, they're not supposed to cry. They're supposed to be, like, the caregivers. They're supposed to be, like, the protectors of the women and all of these kinds of things. And, like, that was, like, a sharp contrast to how society in America as I was growing up, was leaning towards. It was like, oh, yeah, no, men can be emotional. Men can be um, taking care of rather than doing the... than being, you know, taking care of other people. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was fortunate enough to, in a way, be in a position where the male figures in my life, personally, they weren't as rough with me in terms of being um or in terms of telling me that i can't cry or that i can't be upset about something like that might be bothering me um yeah i just feel like for me like it's always been like oh if i need to cry i'm gonna cry like and i never really took taken that as like like to be an issue in high school and in middle school yeah that was that's where like that mentality became a little rough because then it was it wasn't my family it was the people around me that I was surrounding myself um with and my environment that were being like oh you're you know you're this and that for for crying bro why are you why are you doing this you're a bitch if you cry like that's something I heard a lot in high school from like other people and stuff or like that it was kind of like a shaming kind of thing of like if you show any emotion and that's why like i told you this like it was like um this this person that i knew in high school um asked out this other person and to prom prom and they were like two years older than me the thing is like i was there where that person that got asked out denied this person and this man went out into the hallway and literally punched a wall he didn't cry in my head, I'm like, damn, like I would, I, I would have teared up. I would have teared. It's like embarrassing. But the thing is, like, he just punched the wall repeatedly until like his knuckles started bleeding. I'm like, okay, you see, this is like a lot of like aggressiveness that you could have just let out with like a little tear. You know, like a little tear. It's just gonna, it, like, it just is, is going to make you feel better. Yeah, it's like growing up in like in high school. <sighs> aggressiveness was the go-to. Yeah, it was the go-to emotion rather than. It being emotional because everyone was so scared of being reprimanded like or being like shamed for an emotion that we should naturally be able to to have like and i just feel like you know that story in general like i there's so many different situations in my 
uh, life that I've encountered where it's like for me specifically I could tell like I know you need to cry my guy <laughs> like but they just take it out let it out they'll, they'll like they'll roast you <laughs> like yeah. they'll like you'll be like yo you good and they'll be like nah bro that's why your mom is ugly like and it's like bro what do you like I, I'm trying to help you like yeah. and, and it's like it just doesn't make sense like no that people would mask I mean I guess it's just a, it, it's a growing up thing it's a phase but it's like it's a little sad that that's that's what ha- people have to result to because of just their environments how they grew up in their homes and you know you know what they perceived to be right and wrong like and I I just Definitely. like would always look at that and be like yo like you're good bro like you can cry you can, <laughs> you can share your emotions with another man you can share your emotions with a female you can share your emotions with an adult whatever bro this is the thing this is what kind of gets me upset about that specific thing. It's the fact that, like, you yes, you do do that, but, like, people just suck sometimes. Like, you would share... Like, I know, for example, like, I'm a big share of my emotions. And I'm a big share of, like, sometimes, like, if I get really comfortable with a person, I share what I feel and what I'm afraid of and all of these things. But then, like, like I guess it's what you said. Like, it's, like, immaturity kind of things. But, like, in those cases... And, like, I'm at fault for doing this. And I know, like, I wasn't mature enough to handle, like, some kind of, some of the talks that I had with, like, some of my friends. But, like, when we would get angry with one another, that shit would be used as ammunition. Mm. And I think that it's what upsets me in terms of, like, just seeing how the, the term of, like, mental health, of, like, men's health in general is viewed in, that fa- in the fact that, like, you know, you overshare yeah. Like for example, like if a boyfriend, like I, I, like I've heard this from from some of my friends or or female friends, like they say like, oh yeah, he's just he's just too sensitive. Yeah. He's like all these things. So it's like we can't we either are like don't have any emotion or we're just way too sensitive. And at the same time, it's just like, why is it that you can only be one, or you know, other. or the other? Yeah, because yeah. if you're in the middle, they're just like, yeah, well, pick us up. Like you can either be like a manly man. Or you can be like, you know, like just just like a, a dude. Frustrating because it's like where's the where this where's the support, you know, where's the love? Like <laughs> I feel like I feel like I I even watched a video on this on how like men like a lot of men there's a majority of men out there that are depressed, like in yeah. the world. Like, more, there's more men that are depressed in the world simply because of, like, the lack of intimacy or feeling like they have to have a lack of intimacy within their lives because of, you know, I don't know. Like, they feel like they can only get a sense of intimacy from relationships, from sex, from whatever. And they can't do that with their guy friends. They can't dap their guy friends, hug their guy friends, you know, like be in any way like physical with their guy friends obviously not in pause okay <laughs> obviously not in a way that's like you know whatever like but the same way girls are, are intimate with other girls in the sense of being Friends. friendly like they'll girls will hug each other girls will be so supportive of one another girls will just genuinely exert the physical love that everyone should really have and it shouldn't be exclusive to relationships because guys have this mentality where it's like oh nah that's gay i can't be hugging my bro that's gay i can't you know tell my bro i love him like what because that's where it's like it's this hard shell that's put around our hearts and it's like well damn now like i have to like i don't have to hide the the feelings that i have in terms of yeah like letting my brother know that I love him or or wanting to hug my bro like because you know we had a good day like that's like that's terrible and the thing is like for example like with my brother I have an older brother and like he is affectionate towards me I mean I always treat it as like oh I'm just still like a kid to him but like the thing is like even like in terms of like you know like and like this is like again like it's not putting a fault on anyone because this happens to like, for example, I'm like this, like, or I used to be like this because culturally I was surrounded by people that were like this. 
uh, societal wise, uh, we are encouraged to not do that. Now we are, but again, it's like this weird thing where we are encouraged, but not that much, and we aren't. And like, if we are, we're just really weird, or if we are, we're just really sus, or like all, <laughs> like you know, like all of these kinds of things. And like, a lot of it is treated as jokes, but like you know, when you when you say it as a joke, you got you got you get self conscious, you know. Like for example, like, I'm a big hugger. I hug all of my friends, whether that be female or guy friends. But then, like for example, like sometimes I'm just like, oh yeah, like dude, what's up? And I just go like, and it's just like this, cause like it's just like I don't know if like a hug is like acceptable. acceptable. Yes. Yeah, like that's what it is. But I feel like you know, I I think that that just goes into the terms of like, I feel like men, I don't want to generalize, but I, I in my my personal uh, situation or like experience. Is the fact that like I felt like I couldn't speak about this because if I spoke about this, I would either it would be taken out of context, it would be taken to a whole other level, You're or I would ashamed. yeah like I, I would yeah like I would be like offending someone if I said this, um, or I'd be I would be seen as weak. So yeah, like I remember coming here to to this college, for the first three years, I realized like I was alienating myself so much from like from like hanging out with people or like all this and that and because of the fact like I was going through stuff but I didn't voice it to people. So like if you were to see me crossing like walking through campus, I would just smiling. I'd be smiling, I'd be like hey, like joking around with people, you know, like either like making fun of, of like one of my friends and then making fun of me and like we just like, you know, like riff on, riff on, on each other. But then like when we, I got to the car or when I went out back home, I was I was alone. And it was, like, something that was really tough to, like, get out of because, like, I, like I, I am in a relationship. So me being in that relationship, I started depending on that yeah. person to get me out of that. Yeah. And I knew I couldn't do that because that wasn't fair to that person. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, like, I, the same kind of guilt of putting this on other people was kind of, like, was stopping me from sharing this with, uh, with my friends. Because I didn't feel like I could. I, I felt like I didn't have any friends to share this exactly. with. Um, yeah, and I guess it's just the fact that, like, you know, even when I went home, like, it's just, the, like, like, not even as a guy, but, like, my, my parents don't really believe in the fact that, like, a therapist is needed. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like also, like, coming from, like, a country where, like, in that kind of sense, doing that seems so excessive because we need the money for other things. Mm -hmm. So you can't spend money on a therapist. You can't spend money on those kinds of things. So when you don't have the, that access, it's it's shamed on because it's like, oh, what would this person think? Because my, my child isn't going to therapy. And much worse as a guy. Um, because you're supposed to like, already be tough. You're supposed to handle the world. Yeah. Um, supposed to have edge. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Going back to the TikTok. Bro, this TikTok, it was a tweet. And it was a picture of Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah. And pretty much my, it was Michael B. Jordan. And it was a girl who tweeted out, um, yo, like, Michael B. Jordan's cute and all, but he's just missing, like, an, an edge. edge. Like, he just, like, he looks like he's just, I don't know. He looks like he has. Responsible. Like, yeah. he knows where his birth certificate is. And <laughs> He looks like he has an 830 credit score. Like, that's how he looked <laughs> like. like. I showed Dennis, and I was like, bro. What? <laughs> like, it, it's wrong to be, to look responsible. You need to have an edge. Like, to me, it's like, I don't even know what the heck that was. But to me, know. it's like, it, it's, it was that a compliment or was that an <laughs> insult? Like, I it was, don't know. It was funny because, like, it, it's like, imagine you said this to Michael B. Jordan and he'll be like, oh, uh, um, thank you. Like, <laughs> literally, like, <laughs> like, what? What? <laughs> Like, like now, I don't know. I I, I don't know. It's <laughs> like it's just a little frustrating. Like yeah. going back to what Dennis was talking about. Like it's frustrating with the whole aspect of like feeling like you need to put all that weight on somebody who would actually you know is going to care for you. In, the, in this you know case, it was Dennis's girlfriend. Like like. And if you don't have the right guy friends, the right people who have that right maturity level, which, believe it or not, it's it's a little difficult out here yeah. to find people like that, like uh, find guys who are just mature in in, the, in understanding that 
like, you can be cool with your brothers. You don't got to clown your bros all the time. Like, yeah, it's fun every now and then. Like, and when you both know it's a joke. But there are times when we want to get serious, when we want to get deep. Because there's stuff that's on our hearts. And because you're so immature and unable to be vulnerable with me, I feel like I have to just hold it in. And I feel yeah. like I have to just constantly just like... Because I already know you're going to turn it into a joke. Mm. You're going to turn it into it being a situation where you think I'm sus, I'm gay, whatever. Now or later. Like, you can be yeah. said in public like in front exactly. of your other friends. And it's like, you're not my friend if you're a, <laughs> if it's a situation where you're... I'm telling you something so real, so vulnerable, and then you're going to pull it out of your back pocket when I might have done something, something minute that hurt you. And you're gonna use that against me. Like I've had that happen to me so many times, Same. especially because I am Same. I am a sensitive person. I'm gonna be honest about that. I don't <laughs> think there's anything wrong with that, but it's like, Bitch. you know, there's a time where okay, there's okay, a time okay. where, um, where I'm I want to be real with you and I'm gonna talk to you about stuff that's really going on in my life that I need to I need to talk to someone about, you yeah. know, because I can't hold it and I can't keep it in because that's not good to bottle things up and and so i trust you to talk to you about it and then you know you make it seem like you're listening and then i don't give you a ride one day and you're like it's over it's oh over. you didn't give me a ride well that's why you know you did this when you were seven years old and you hate yourself so like yo, it's like bro like yo, yo like, <laughs> i thought we had an understanding it's like bro like <laughs> it, the, it's crazy because it's like I don't know I, I don't guess to me it's like I can't believe there are people who are like that but it's you wouldn't believe how many times that's happened to me and how many times you know being younger and not necessarily like having a sense of uh, or like an ability necessarily to stand up for myself mm. and think that oh like I, I have to be loyal I have to continue to be friends with this person yeah, this is okay and, yeah and this is okay this is normal yeah. like because i was i was in that mindset and i was i was growing and i didn't understand the importance of letting people like that go out of my life um and also because of just you know you're being young you don't want to be alone and you don't want to let people out of your life because you know that's just, it's it's hard to find friends it's hard to make friends and so yeah. it's like you let someone who you've been with and you've you've known for so long in your life go and it's like damn i got nobody now but then like again i in this process because i've been through this and you're in this process where now you're alone and now you have to figure out on your own how to love yourself and how to be okay with yourself and all these things and th that's going to gravitate other people who the right people in your life and you're going to be you know satisfied with that and you're not gonna have these toxic you know immature people in your life anymore man yeah i think that's something that i learned like i feel like like a part of growing up is the fact like it's okay to let go of people and i i have like a really tough time of letting go of people yeah. in terms of like i i focus very much on like the memories that this person has mm -hmm. given me Rather than like, oh, this person is just not good for me at this point. And like, there were some people that like I stopped talking to like one of my friends for a couple of months because I realized like the more I talk to you, the more is going to jeopardize all of the relationships we have mm. with other people. And that kind of was what propelled me into being like, no, I have to do this. I have to change. And like, it, it's weird because like it's like I feel like like. At the same time, like, we're saying all of these things. Like, guys can be sensitive, can be vulnerable, and all of these things. And, like, it is true. But at the same time, I also feel like guys can be guys in terms of, like, the fact that, like, uh, we, we get clowned on by our friends a lot because we like going to the gym. And, like, this is something that we do. And it's the fact that, like, you know, a lot of people, like, we live in a society now that is kind of telling us two different things at the same time. Or I feel like in terms of, like, the media that I consume and, like, the things that I see. Like, I see, like, you know, like, I follow some gym, like, you know, gym, like, or inspirational kind of things on Instagram and stuff. And it's like, you know, go to the gym. That can be your therapy. But that doesn't necessarily have to be your only outlet to things. So, for example, I tried a therapist once, and, like, I know, like, you know, like, you 
have told me that you are going to therapy and stuff. But the thing is, like, for me, a therapist didn't work compared to how the gym has been working for me. Like, I've been, I went, I've been going for a year now. And how I used to be before, I used to be, like, you know, like, overweight, and I used to be super... Um, uh, insecure. Insecure, yeah, thank you. I used to be super insecure about how I looked, and that, like hindered me from going out places but then at the same time i was met with people being like no it's okay like you are you are okay with how you look but then i was hanging out with other people that were like oh like i love like when like guys are just guys i love when like guys are like you know like they're super muscular and all of these things and all of these and like all of these kinds of kinds of things where it's just kind of like the the way that some people talk about guys just in general whether that be good or bad it is so like different from how we as guys have been taught that like you need to respect girls Mm -hmm. you can't say like for example like saying bitch to a girl like specifically to a girl no we we don't do that around here and it's like okay but then you know when a guy is being really sensitive or when a guy is doing something that you don't like oh yeah that's a that's that's like a bitch Mm -hmm. and it's like how how does that correlate you know what i mean there's no like reciprocation or there's no like reciprocation in the sense of respect and, yeah. and um, just understanding just because there's this notion that a man should be strong enough to deal with that kind of stuff yeah like again and it's also like a stereotype I want to say for both guys and girls it's like there's this notion for girls where it's like women are too sensitive to endure tough things tough things yeah but guys can because guys are built like that guys are built tough but that's not the case like (laughs) women can endure tough things guys can be sensitive and that's the that's the thing that we need to i feel like just move forward from and and just come to an understanding at the end of the day that there's no set thing or there's no set way of um understanding a person based on their gender like at the end of the day we're all human we all bleed the same blood you know we're built different yes but at the end of the day we're still human we're still relatively have the same emotions um and can feel the same things and whatnot so it's just like you can't you just can't do that you can and it's gonna make people feel horrible and why would you want to make people feel horrible because i know a lot of cases it's crazy because some people really believe that they're being helpful. Like, when you when they're telling you to man up or they're telling you to toughen up, Bro, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they really think that, oh, yo, like, I'm changing this person's life to, like, <laughs> and I'm keeping him from being less sensitive because it's a tough world out there and he needs to learn how to toughen up and be a man, this, that, and the third. Like, like wait, I just want to say this. Like, mm-hmm. It is right. Like, there is a tough world out there. But, like, you know, I feel like telling like i i've been told this a lot of times where you're just like oh just man the fuck up I'm like oh just go go like work out or something like i do that now but i don't do that because i feel scared or because of this i do that because like it calms me it calms me it's not anything else it's just that it calms me down and um you know like telling someone like you know man up it's like me being like oh yeah you're sad stop literally you're homeless <laughs> Buy a house. house. Like, you know, like, you're broke? Get a job. Like, no. Like, oh, I didn't think about that shit. Thank you. I'm going to do that now. It's just kind of those kind of things where, like, the world is tough. But being an asshole is not the solution to it, if that makes sense. I think from the jump, like, when I first started, like, acting in theater, (laughs) what intrigued me about it was the sense of, being able to relate to an audience to relate to multiple people at the same time through a story mm. and like I remember I would do shows in like middle school high school and people would come up to me and be like yo like you know you are so great but like I want you to know that like you're you telling the story like really helped me and I was really able to relate to your character and it's like that's was like oh that's why i want to do this for the rest of my life that's why we do it because it's like being able to relate to somebody is so important and it's more that's that's the what's helpful not the tough and tough yourself up man up kind of thing because if you can be like if you see someone's upset 
and you see someone's feeling down and you're like, yo, what's going on? You talk to them, you ask them about how they're doing and you, you know, provide them with, I don't know, like a story from your own experience. And they're like, oh, I'm not going through this alone. Like this guy went through it and he's fine. Like he's happy. He's, he's, you know, he told me how he went, how he got through it. So there's hope. There's hope in that there's a sense of like, resiliency that now I have because I can relate to this person because this person did what I didn't think was possible in terms of you know rising above what was getting them down to begin with and so like you hear all these rough stories of like you know that we share in acting or in movies and in tv and it's like that's why we so we're it, we're so like able to grasp onto these like shows and movies because it's like there's something about characters or something about like these people that we're watching that's like I feel for you like even if it's not the same exact situation like it's like there's parts that you can pick and you can like be like yo I remember that like I remember when I was heartbroken I remember when I was dealing with stuff with my parents I remember how like dealing with these cultural like toxicities made me feel within my own culture that this character is going through like it's just like all these things is what propels me to want to do this because i think that's the most help helpful thing when you can relate to somebody and not just give them the bare minimum of just being like hey the world's tough but get over it get over it like <laughs> no there's steps to it like there's steps to getting over it there's steps to doing better there's steps to everything you can't give the the most dry response and expect someone to just be okay because you're okay and because you took a different route of being okay you know what i mean everyone's different yeah and with that being said like i just i do want to say that like you know if if you are going through stuff, like find someone that you can talk to. And if you don't have anyone, go like go go to a therapist. It actually helps. It does help. And if a therapist is not for you, like it wasn't for me, then find an outlet that you can do that can be or is able to help. You know, yeah. because like again, like just because we are talking about these kinds of things and we are talking about the fact that like for example like in our university, we have this kind of thing where like you know even even like now where like a lot of people in, in in our program can talk about these kinds of things but at the same time it's like very superficial mm-hmm. in terms of like how they can talk about these things or in terms of like oh yeah that, that's cool like it's like only like in circle talk of classes that we yeah. can't do that mm-hmm. um but even then it's just like you have a set amount of time and then after that because we cannot speak about this after class oh yeah you're good nothing else it doesn't get brought up again mm-hmm. unless you bring it up and sometimes you don't want to bring it up sometimes you're just like oh yeah like fuck or it's like very surface level i care about you because the world needs to care Take about you, you. Like, yeah. like it's like oh there's a black situation happening black lives matter someone died again oh, i just want you to know that you're loved oh bro, i care bro. about you you being an african-american young man or woman I, I'm I'm an ally. I'm, I'm uh, on your side. Like yeah. And it's like there's more to it, and like that's all they're gonna give you. They're not gonna like, they're not gonna check on you later. They're just gonna be like, oh, I heard this in the news. I just want you to know, I'm praying for you. I'm thinking of you. I voted for Obama two times. <laughs> I would have voted three times. Literally, like. Can I say the N word now? <laughs> and it's like, what? Like it's like, come on now. It's it, like that's my personal experience with a lot not even just this school with a lot of people that i've met yeah. it's just like when something goes down that's national news or that's huge that's when they want to start caring about you yeah and it's never just their intention just to do it just because but yeah you know. yeah well with that being said we do want to talk about um like you know all of that but how what is, like, a show or a movie that you have seen that that has put you on the path of, like, you know, it's okay to, like, be kind of, like, just be a person and not be, like, you know, focus on being tough or focus on being manly. Because, like, for me, I, I had this movie where it was, like, um, it's going to be, like, super, like, basic because I feel like everyone knows this now, but, like, the price of being a wallflower, bro. I've never seen that. 
You've never seen that movie? Seen no fucking way, bro. That movie's elite. <laughs> elite. Elite. Like, it's so good. Like, it's not It's not even like it's like an Oscar-worthy performance. Like, no, but it's just the fact, like, it, it just... Storyline. Yeah. Like, like, are you going to see it? Like, or can I we just... see it. All right, I was going to say, I was going to spoil the shit out of it, but, like, it's fine. But, like, the thing is, like, it's, like, these kinds of things where, like, you, like, these kinds of movies, they, they talk about the things that aren't supposed to be talked about yeah Yeah. yeah. um and it's just the fact that like like perks of being a wallflower kind of helped me and introduced me to my love of like music and like not just music but like movie in general because i remember like i I watched perks of being a wallflower like when i first started high school and when i saw it i was just like it was just like when i had cable and like it was just happened to be there and i was just like damn like I was like, I ended up crying. I was like, damn, like, you know, I don't feel what, what, you know, the main character Charlie is feeling, but like, I do feel that despair. I have felt that despair. Um, and it, and it was really hard to think to be like, oh yeah, I love Prince being on a wallflower because in high school, especially, they would be like, what's that? And I'd be like, ah, oh, <laughs> thank you for that. And it's just like that kind of thing. But yeah, for me, it was Prince being a wallflower. What about you? For me, there's a, there's, I don't know. I think more so TV shows get me. Mm. Like, I don't know why. I just love TVs. Um, But movies, I think the movie that got me recently was Everything Everywhere All at Once. I've never seen that. Oh my goodness. I've never seen that. And it's just, I think it's, it's a mixture of like, just the cultural thing. And again, it's not the same circumstance, never the same situation that the character is going through, but you can pick bits and pieces from that thing and be like, yo, like, I can relate to this. And it's just that, that idea of the movie was like pretty much tackling the idea of just like, like, I don't know, from, from the mother daughter kind of standpoint, um, just the mother not always being so supportive and mm. and and there for for the, the kid and, and just like all their her endeavors and just like everything that, that she would want to pursue and it, it took everything that happened in the movie not to spoil it but it took everything that happened in the movie for the mom to understand and it's like there's something so beautiful about that final realization of like the mom being like i get it now like and um i don't know there's just something so beautiful but tv wise it'll always be it for me is Rami season two Never Rami Rami oh my lord Rami Youssef you yeah I you always mention that and like I've never seen it I mean I don't have HBO it's not HBO it's Hulu oh I, <laughs> do you think I'm gonna have Hulu I don't know no <laughs> like, bro I don't you? Like, oh, I Hulu. yeah but like uh, I don't know like the one time I got Hulu was because uh, Attack, oh Attack on Titan is coming out Oh, I'm gonna get Hulu because Attack on Titan is coming out. Anyways, <laughs> Rami season two, the end of Rami season two. The whole character of Rami, he is horrible. He's probably one of the worst, not worst written, but like worst in the sense of like he does so much wrong. Like, and it's like impressive how like Rami oh. writes the character mm. because it's like. How do you write a character so that that has so much like so many issues and like a lack of common sense and self awareness? Right. Like it, it's just so engaging because of that, and it's like because he does so much wrong, you're able to pick out so much of a sense of relatability that normal TV and movie don't do. TVs and movies like to make it, it, this situation, the circumstance where it's like everything is good. At the end of oh, the movie, yeah, every yeah. it's a happily ever after. At the end of I the hate, time, I hate movies everything's like that, gonna be fine. Yeah. Everything ties in real nice and like. But Rami, it's like it's real. Like we as human beings, we mess up so much, whether we like to admit it or not. And that's okay. And that's fine. But like, even though you like kind of like lean towards hating Rami at the end of each season. You still can empathize and or sympathize with who he is and the, the wrongs that he's done, even if it's like a little excessive or much, like because he just does the most. But 
I think that was the first time I've really watched a show or anything in the media that's just made me be like, like, in 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 a in a form of media that's so fixated on making everything be perfect. Mm. Like, yeah. this show is showing me that I don't have to be perfect. <laughs> like, I don't have to be perfect, but also that it's not okay to make these mistakes but to just be aware of it it's like pretty much reminding you to have self-awareness so that you don't hurt other people like and it, i think that's that within itself is beautiful and, and engaging i think it's interesting that you said that because like it's just the fact that like i feel this is probably going to be a hot take to people especially like considering how big cancel culture is right now but like i feel like you know people can change and i feel like with how things are like for example like you know like there have been people like for example James Gunn he was like he has said some like really racist like homophobic like like things um like 10 years ago and like he got fired from being like from doing Guardians of the Galaxy and like you know I guess there's a difference of like like for example when Kanye was like going through all this like anti-Semitic things and like people and like or like harassing uh, his ex-wife and Pete Davidson like like people were defending that man. They, they, I, it was like they were defending that man. It was hard to watch some of these comments and some of these other comments were like, I gotta keep it through because he made graduation. <laughs> he made graduation. That's it. And I'm like, but no. Then there was those other memes where it was like, yeah, what are you talking about? Kanye didn't make graduation. No, Lamar <laughs> made graduation. J Cole made college dropout. J Cole. Yeah, no. <laughs> but the thing is, like, it's just a fact that like it's like all these things where like. There's a difference between, like, defending this person and just saying, hey, this thing happened years ago. People can change. I did a lot of mistakes during high school. I got a shit ton of mistakes during high school. And I bet some of those mistakes are going to come and are going to bite me in the butt. I don't know why I said butt. Like, I just didn't. I haven't cursed <laughs> for the past hour. They're going to come bite me in the ass. Just, like, just because, you know? Just because, like, it, like, for example, let's say, like best scenario I do end up getting like roles I do end up getting like a career out of like theater like I want to do um you know like someone just doesn't want me to succeed or someone wants me to like wants like me to have some kind of repercussions and like they say like oh yeah like Dennis did this Dennis did this to this person Dennis was like this to this person Dennis said this to this person like all these kind of th- kinds of things but like, the thing is like I, I one I was younger in in high school like I was a year younger than everyone I was like the, I'm still I am the, a year younger than everyone but the thing is just the fact that like you know like you mature like even like last year the person I was last year I am so far removed from that person that I am right now because of the fact that like I matured because of the fact that there were so many things that happened that made me realize oh what I did was wrong you know and I feel like as long as you are able to have these kinds of like recollection of like you know what? I'm not justifying what I did. That was fucked up. Mm-hmm. That was fucked up. And I admit that. Yeah. I feel like that's what makes you more human than being like, ah, I can't do anything wrong. I didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, for example, like, I, I do, I, I tease a lot of people. Even in my class, I, I tease a, a lot of people. But then, like, I can't get, you know, I can't get hurt when someone teases me back because, like, I put that on myself. And so that's why I treat it as like, oh yeah, we're just riffing off of each other. And like, I make sure that the other person knows I'm riffing off of you. I don't mean this. Like this, like, you know, like we're good. And it's like, you know, like mm-hmm. we're good. And just to, to check up on them and have the self-awareness of if you are hurting them and they are showing signs that they're hurt or they tell you that you're hurt, that you have the compassion to just be like, oh, my bad. I thought that this was what this was. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because there are some people who are just like, oh, I'll stop. Again, going, circling back, stop being a baby. Stop, stop being a man the fuck up. Exactly, it's man. Like, no, like, no, and it's no. like, nah, bro, we can, We have the right to feel how we feel. And nah, if yeah. we accidentally hurt someone's feelings, like, know that it's an accident because we had the perception that, it, like, the relationship could be a relationship where we can riff off of each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's what me, like, my relationship with you is. Yeah. Like, a lot of times, like, we do, like, make fun of one another. But, like, then, like, we do have these, like, serious conversations. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's what this podcast is going to be all about. Like, it's going to be about us. Like, we're going to be making fun of each other or we're going to (laughs) be, like, like, laughing together. But we're also can talk about, like, like, it doesn't even have to be serious things, but, like, deep kind of things. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I definitely want to talk about, like, various different topics. 
But there is going to be a point in the podcast where it's just us saying jokes, or like laughing at one another, um, because that's just how my friendship with Kilo is. But, um, yes, yeah, so no, speaking about that, did you see the last episode of The Last of Us? I, no. I wait, 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 what episode are we in? What episode? I'm on five. Well, I finished five. I'm on six. Wait, wait, wait. Five was... Wait, are you five still... Five was... Well, I'm, can't, we can't spoil anything. That happened three weeks ago. I think you're the only person that has... Not <laughs> That's not true. But five <laughs> is the episode... Spoilers, spoilers. Spoiler Sorry. alert. Five is the episode where the, the black guy and the, the kid... Oh yeah, that I finished Wait, no, that episode. But you play you we played the game. We played the game, but listen, I don't know how they do it on the freaking show. All it's right, probably different. All right. So we'll hold on for the off. We'll hold off. Fine, 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 fine. But just to continue, that I, I agree with you. I do think people can change. I think, um, I think we're walking testaments of of change. Just think of how it was in freshman year. <laughs> this guy was ridiculous. I, 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 I just said, like, I'm not going to say it. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to... No, but we're walking testaments of, of change. I think, myself included, like, the last two years, three years have been probably the hardest years of my entire life. And I haven't been... I hadn't been on social media. Like, I didn't want to be around anybody like <laughs> like I literally you, you can ask dip. Dennis that you, too like, you would dip. I would I, go to class freshman year and I would immediately leave our like, teacher would be like alright class this dude you just like, like the door was closed I was like damn I just was so I would isolate myself I was like I was going through it because of just you know personal issues but <laughs> um I mean at the end of the day like I grew from that I changed from that I think I've even though it's been the most difficult three years of my entire life it's also been the most like growth i've had ever like literally in my entire life as well and it's a testament to everything that i went through everything that i feel like god put in my put in front of me and that i had to like persevere through because it's just like it was some rough stuff guys like (laughs) there's a reason why you guys hadn't seen me in like two years where I'm just now hopping back on Instagram where I'm just now like you know trying to be more creative and and putting all these ideas out there because now I feel like I'm able to do that hence this podcast hence this podcast hence all the other things that I have in in mind to to do because I don't want to say I'm like super happy now or anything but like I'm (laughs) in a better place where I can do these things and I, I feel like I I have the the mental capability to do it, whereas before I was I was down, like, and um, and I just think that, like, we could talk about why, like, I just I was going through a place where I was going through a, a situation where I genuinely would start to feel like I wasn't capable of doing much of anything. Like, mm. I felt like I was. I was not worth it. Not worth it. I was inferior to the world. Like I felt like any person in the universe could could like I don't know, like or was better than me or whatever the case might might have been. Like and I was just having these like I would have Im- immature mindsets like and I would I would do these things and I, I wouldn't be aware of it and I had such a lack of self-awareness to where I felt like oh, I have to now like educate myself on all these things. I have to educate myself on what toxicity is. I have to educate myself on manipulation and and you know all these things so I don't do this to these people even though I'm not I wasn't aware that I was doing it. Like I have to fix this stuff. I have to go through therapy to do this and that and this and like all these things that was going on in my brain because I felt so horrible about him, it was just so hard for it to leave my head. And for me to believe that I was worth it or that I could love myself because how could I love myself if people couldn't trust me? Mm. How could I love myself if, if um, you know, I was hurting people that I love? How can you love other people when you don't love, love yourself? yourself? And I think you that know, was the biggest one. I wasn't loving myself. Yeah. I, I hated myself. Like, real talk. I, I did not like myself and it was a situation where I was trying to force love onto others when I didn't even love myself like and how was I supposed to do that and it was just getting me more and deeper and deeper into a rut because I'm giving 
I'm giving out love that I should just be giving to myself. And like my therapist would always tell me this, like, Kolo, you're on E, like your cup is empty. Fill your own cup before you start pouring your water into other people's cups. That's like, true. And I'm just like, I was like, yeah, I will. Uh. And then I would just get a freaking. I would be. I would. I would take a week to to do that for myself. To do all the things I needed to do. Work out. You know whatever I needed to do to make myself feel happy. And I'll be like, word. Now I'm gonna go hang out with people and start. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like it was this cycle of just like, of me wanting to be so selfless and give and give and love and that I just like I might as well have not have been there for myself like and if I if I didn't even have like the slight people that I had in my in my life at the time I don't know where I would be bro like yeah. if I didn't have God I don't know where I would be like it would be a, it was a situation where like the slight things that people would do in my life that I, you know that were in my life that were they were lifting me up and telling me I was this and that reminding me that I was this and that my family reminding me I'm I'm good I'm this and that like if I were just alone and didn't have that and I was just giving other people everything that I was like giving them and you know filling their cups rather than filling my cup and I was alone within that I probably would not have just been in a I wouldn't be here in a place of being feeling as good as I'm feeling right now like um I would just feel lonely. I would feel depressed. I would feel all these things. And this cycles down back into the, the mental health thing. Like, you're you're good, bro. Like, <laughs> anybody out there that, you know, fi is finding it hard to make friends, that's finding it hard to believe in themselves and their creative ability and their intellectual ability and, you know, their social ability. Like, like you're good. I'm telling you, you're good. Um, you can believe me if you want, but I know you're good because God knows you're good and you just have to just trust yourself. You have to spend time with yourself to really love yourself so that you can effectively and in a healthy way provide that for others. That's my piece. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just, I don't, I, I feel like you said like everything that needed to be said but I felt like you know it's interesting that you, that you said all of these things about like if I didn't have other people because you know like the way that you know I got better the way that I found myself getting better was I was very much on my own I only had I think I only had one person which would be my brother the other person would be like the other people would be my parents and my family but my sister was too young my parents really couldn't understand I couldn't really talk about this with them my brother he's eight years older than me so like as much as he was trying to understand there was just some things that me still seeing him as like a, a parent or a role model I couldn't express these things to him and there was a time last year where I found myself that like I, I didn't even have like my girlfriend at the time because we, we were we were going through stuff and because of all of these things that happened consecutively since the pandemic started, since me graduating high school, since me dealing with losing friends, with losing like, like people that I really cared for and all of these things, like all of this happened. And then I found myself alone and I couldn't rely on this one person to pick me back up. And I couldn't rely on like other people to pick me back up. Um, it was hard. Like for, and like, for example, like I, I don't really, I, I, I'm an atheist. Like I don't believe in God. Mm -hmm. So it was really hard for me to like take myself out of that mentally. Uh, but I guess it goes in terms of, like, you know, I believe, like, the, the one thing I firmly believe in is, like, the power of, of oneself, you know, and whether that is fueled by God or whether that's fueled by, like, you know, just your own kind of, like, will to get better, you are powerful on your own. You are, it's okay to be selfish in terms of, like, I had to be really selfish and not fill up everyone's cup, like Hello said, in order for me to get better. And only then when I was finally better, now I'm allowing other relationships to come in. Now I'm finally being close with people that I really have cared for for the past four years, but I couldn't, I wasn't able to show it. You know, like for example, if it wasn't for that, me and you would still be like, kind of like 
like you know we would be in the same vicinity in the class Distance. but yeah but we wouldn't be like you know because like now we're always constantly together because we always go to the gym we're working on like on, on our things together we're, we we like do we, we do a lot of things together on campus and it's just a fact like because of that I'm able to finally be like no I'm able to care for people you know like I care for you because you're like you have become one of my closest friends like even like my best friend you have become that but it was the fact that, like, I couldn't have that because I was so focused on, like, I can't. I can't. Like, I, I cannot. I, I'm, everyone is better than me. I, I cannot. I don't deserve any of this mm-hmm. because of things I did in the past, because of the way I am, because of how I look, all of these kinds of things. And it was, like, you know, like, I'm still dealing with, the, with, like, that sense of, like, insecurity. But it's so much better in terms of, like, how I am, I'm able to tackle that. Because now I have people in my corner that I see now and I appreciate now that even when I did have those people in that corner, I wasn't able to appreciate them. And like, that's why I lost some people because I was, I was so busy, like not so busy and like, but I was so like deep in that hole of like, just feeling lonely, loneliness that I missed that there were people in my corner that I just let go. Mm-hmm. That I, 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 I abandoned because of that. And, like, that's a regret that I'm always going to have. But that comes with growing up. Yeah. And that comes with being a human being, but also becoming a man. And not a man in terms of, like, what society or what other people have said. Yeah. In terms of, like, what list you can check. Or, like, in terms of, like, how you look. But in terms of, like, how you feel, you know, mature. Like, mature I am mature enough to say to myself, like, you know... I have lost people and I have deserved for them to leave because of the fact that things have just, I just couldn't appreciate them Mm -hmm. or I wasn't ready to. And now I am and I'm appreciating new people and those people might not be in my life the whole, like all the time, but I'm for sure going to cherish the memories I'm going to make now with these people. Um, and that's my piece about mental health and, and in general and all of these things like, no matter how much, how hard it is feeling, you, it's up to you. And whether you finding that strength in yourself comes from loving God or loving yourself or, you know, finding a therapist or finding someone to talk to, you have that strength in yourself to come pick you up. Because a therapist, like, like you know, like you can, like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but a therapist is only going to listen to you. The same way that like a personal trainer is only going to do and help you with the exercises as long as you're willing to put in the work. And sometimes that's hard, but it's never going to always be hard. It's going to get better. Mm-hmm. And like that's the one thing that you that I have in my mind all the time. And I think that's why also like this year I realized like I'm never sad. I might be really tired, I might be really like upset at some point, but I'm never sad anymore. I'm always happy, I'm always looking at things positively, even when things aren't going my way. I mean, you know, this is maybe, like, this is a door closing, but this is, like, another door opening at the same time. Mm. That's admirable, bro. Mm. Like, for real. It really is admirable, because that's hard. That's something I can't <laughs> say I, I can agree with, but, right. um, but, I mean, yeah, that's, it's facts. And I, it's just so, I think what's really beautiful about, like, what was said is just the whole aspect of knowing that there are people that are going to be there for you like no matter what yeah and you know shout out to those people like shout out to my family like shout out to the people who when i was going through some like really 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 tough stuff in the last three years that they were there like every inch of the way like they did not like even though they knew who i was and what i was going through and and what i thought of myself and all the issues that i claimed to be and like they just like we're still gonna be like at the end of the day I'm still looking at you as Khalil Mm. and you're still my friend you're still my like someone who I like talking to someone who I appreciate and all these things and you know I I didn't see that at the time I just you know immaturity and whatnot (laughs) but um I'm you know you think about it now and you you grow up and, and you really realize like that's rare that's beautiful that these people are, are there for you no matter what um and i just i'm super thankful because it's like i even to this day i i i um we do the show 
Uh, I'm a preacher in the show. <laughs> Coincidence, I think not. Uh, <laughs> but there's a part where I pray in the show, and I'm not faking. I'm not acting praying. I'm genuinely praying back there. Mm-hmm. And every night I pray. And um, every night I ask God to bless the important people in my family. And I go through. The, I go down the list. Start my family. Say every single person in my family. Go to my friends, my current friends, every single person in this ensemble that I'm part of. I, I say them by name and ask God to bless them. Then I go down to the people who I don't talk to anymore, but who were mm. always there in my life. Whether they like me right now or not. Whether, you know, they have me blocked or not. <laughs> like Even? I, I, even? Yeah. Oh. I pray for them. I pray for them and I pray oh. for their family. Because... It's not my job to hate them. Mm. Like, why? What am I hating you for? You're wasting your energy. If anything, I'm yeah, I'm wasting my energy. But if anything, like, you taught me things that, like, I wouldn't have learned otherwise. Like, I really wouldn't have learned any of the things that I know now if it wasn't for some of the hardships that some of the people in my life have put me through. I wouldn't have learned any of the things that I know now if it wasn't for me not realizing the importance of certain people that I let go in my life. You know, like, it's just like, so it's like, why be pissed and, and mad at these people and f- forever holding this grudge for on them when at the end of the day, like, I have nothing but a feeling of gratitude to, towards everybody in my life. And I love them no matter what. Like, I love everybody who stepped into my life who, or who has stepped out um, because I'm not in a place of of bitterness anymore i'm not in a place of hatred or or feeling like hey, you did me wrong so i'm never going to want to speak to you or care about you or whatever if for whatever reason you're blocked it's because it's hard for me i'm being so real for anyone who, if for whatever reason you're blocked it's not because i don't care about you or i don't love you or i don't for whatever reason someday want to speak to you again it's because it's hard for me to see you mm. right now and for me to heal if i see you so, um, yeah, to close it out, because we got to go. <laughs> we have a show. We have to oh, yeah, we do. go get ready for that. But to close it out, I want to let everybody know out there, whether you're currently in my life or whether you're unfortunately not, I love you um, wholeheartedly. I'm praying for you. I wish you the best in life. And... For anybody who I don't know, I love you I too. I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm glad that you're watching this, that you're listening to this, and you, it's going to be mad corny, but you're loved, like, no matter whether, whether you believe it or not, like, you are loved, um, and you're capable of way more than you think. Just know that. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, that's as much as I can say as well, because, I, like I said, like, I love... I love all my friends. I love everyone that's in here, in this room. Like, everyone that's in this room. But, like, I just, you know, I love my family and all of those things. But, you know, it's all sometimes you can give. Even, like, you know, forgiveness and all those things, all of that goes away. And sometimes you're just left with, like, love um, for anything, for everyone. But regardless, with that being said, uh, we hope that you enjoyed this first episode. Um, we're... I, I'm on my part um, just thank you for whoever has listened to this whole entire uh, episode or just watched um, we are going to be posting snippets snippets on Instagram and TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> we're going to be posting the entire episode on YouTube uh, every episode comes out every Thursday um, we are going to be talking different things so yeah, it's we're not changing it we're not doing thinking Thursdays anymore we're it's yeah. just gonna literally just gonna be the show like every yeah. Thursdays. Yeah, but like sometimes when we do have like some serious things to talk about, we will say yeah, this is gonna be a thinking Thursday or whatever. But regardless, we're going to have that. Um, so yeah, so if you want to listen to the podcast, you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts. But if you just want to watch us and just see our reactions and stuff, we're really sorry, but we're really tired, so that's why some uh, energy might seem a little down. <laughs> but. We're not always like this, we promise you. So, yes, yeah, so just anyway, again, thank you so much for listening to us. Yeah. We hope you made it through the entire thing. If not, that's fine. Yeah, if, if not, that's fine. 
Uh, I, we won't have, we won't bore you every day. We definitely will not do that. <laughs> We're gonna have like guests on too. Like it's not just gonna be exclusively us. No, yeah. Um, but we're gonna have because this is tales from the dorms. So we will have other people we're from our class. People, from, yeah, from our class. Yeah. We're gonna like. We're gonna spice it up. Topics are gonna be different. We're gonna get your opinions on things. Yeah. We're gonna do polls. So just stay tuned and thank you for listening to us. Yeah, and also really quick, follow us on Instagram. Um, my username is Velasco6818. Um, my username is just my name, Khalil Louis Jean, um, on Instagram, and then it's Khalil.LouisJean on TikTok. Um, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. I don't know my, my TikTok one. So I, I'll tell you guys uh, already <laughs> on the... Um, the description yeah but with that being said we would like to sign off and we would like to say hey this has been tales from the dorm episode one with our first thing in thursdays we hope you enjoyed and have a blessed day